This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Friday morning, everyone. Today is March 1st, the first day of meteorological spring, and I'm Jesper Ganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. Well, it may be the new day of a new month, but it's the same old story where we talk about cold air, the chance for a few snowflakes this morning, and then we're hoping to bring back some sunshine. Especially north of Albany this afternoon, it will be bright. But as we talk about some early snowflakes, don't get worried. As you travel this morning, especially Albany south, you may see some light snow. If you're traveling south of the capital region, that's where it could be a little more impactful. But locally, anywhere Albany South or Kingston, there could be just a few snowflakes as a storm stays south of us. But it does bring a little cloud cover and a few snowflakes that won't add up to much. As we talk about the day of 35 degrees, we are at least above freezing. And with that sunshine this afternoon, we'll find that we're dry until we get to a couple of flurries late tonight, falling back to 23. But overall, a very nice Friday evening. Saturdays when we could see some snow showers in the afternoon, early evening. Again, not so impactful, maybe an inch or so worth of accumulation when it's said and done. And then we have to look at Sunday. Sunday still has a lot of uncertainties when it comes with where does this next storm set up. I think it's likely we get some snow, but how much? Of course, that's the question you want an answer to, and it's still a little too early depending on the track of the storm that's well off on the West Coast. We'll talk more about the potential, but plan for Sunday night that, yeah, it could get definitely dicey with that snow right into Monday morning. That's your updated forecast. Here's a look at today's top headlines. In the news today, the Cohoes Common Council asking embattled Mayor Sean Morse to step down. It comes after the mayor was arrested by the FBI on wire fraud charges just yesterday. Investigators allege Morse spent campaign funds on personal items and lied to federal agents. During a special meeting, council members passed a unanimous resolution calling for Morse to take a leave of absence during the legal proceedings. The resolution itself holds no legal weight, and the decision will ultimately be up to Mayor Morse himself. Morse pleaded not guilty to the charges brought against him yesterday. This morning, a local child's dentist is charged with having child pornography on his office computer. The arrest came after investigators say a tip led them to look at Dr. Trevor Keller's online activity at his green pediatric dentistry in Catskill. A note on the door to the practice says the office has closed for good. The Greene County DA says there's no evidence that Keller abused his patients, but they are interested in hearing from anyone who may know anything about that case. And new this morning, another local first responder battling a case of sepsis. Former DeFreestville Fire Chief Ray Swart developed the infection after complications from a procedure. Swart is now the chief of operations for the Waterford Rescue Squad. Both groups coming together to rally for Ray. To learn more about how you can support the family, head to News10.com and we're wishing him the very best. Governor Cuomo reportedly working behind the scenes to woo Amazon back after the company pulled its plans to build that second headquarters in Queens. According to the New York Times, the governor has been speaking with Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos regularly over the last couple of weeks. As of right now, Amazon has given no indication of plans to reconsider. A full-page open letter signed by several unions, businesses, and community groups is expected to be published in the Times today asking Amazon to reconsider. And a local sheriff's office giving community members a direct line to their office with a new cell phone app. The app will allow the Warren County Sheriff's Office to alert residents to emergencies in situations like weather issues or road closures. They can also check the sex offender registry and submit news tips. Hey, this weekend, the new season of American Idol premieres right here on News 10 ABC, and a local singer, Madison Vandenberg from Cohoes, will be featured this season. How exciting is that? Now, don't expect to see her until the second week of auditions, we're told. That show kicks off this Sunday, 8 p.m., again, right here on News 10 ABC.
All right, well, the first day of March also marks mm -hmm. the first day of Red Cross Month, and it's an opportunity nice. for the organization to thank everyday heroes in communities all across the country. So, News NBC's Lexi Nall joins us live now from the Red Cross branch right here in Albany with how the organization is kicking off this month. Lexi. Good morning, guys. Yeah, we're starting off March here at the Red Cross with a very special ceremony, and here to tell us all about it is Kimmy Venter, the communications director at our Red Cross right here in the Capital Region. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great. Excited to be celebrating Red Cross Month. Totally. Now, you were just telling me this is, we're making a bigger deal of this than usual, aren't we? We are, yeah. I mean, Red Cross Month has been um, a tradition for us for over 40 years, um, but usually we use it more as an internal way to recognize recognize our volunteers, our donors, the people who really help us do the important work we do all year round. Yeah. Um, today we have an opportunity to kind of make a bigger deal out of it, get the whole community involved, um, unveil this new truck that we have received um, through a generous donation from National Grid, um, and really just invite people to get more involved with us during Red Cross Month. So I know that new technology is really the reason we're all here. Tell me a little bit about this truck and your partnership with National Grid. Yeah, so we're really, you know, on the front lines of disasters with National Grid, time after time when there's something big that happens in our community, you'll see our trucks side by side. Um, so it really just kind of made sense. And, and they've been a longtime supporter of the Red Cross. And this year we were able to use the funds that they donated to our region to purchase a new, um, it's a Dodge Ram 1500. So it'll be able to tow a large trailer of supplies when we need to open an emergency shelter or deliver you know, cleaning products in a community that's experienced flooding. There's a lot of different ways that we'll be able to use it. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited. Totally. And I assume we're going to see it out and about in our local community. Yes, absolutely. Okay. It'll be parked here at our office on Everett Road, and then it could travel. We serve a 24-county region. Um, it could travel all over, um, but it'll be primarily here in the capital region. Right. Happening today, South Glens Falls High School. Prepping mm. for the annual dance marathon. It is a huge tradition. Tonight already. Ten, at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Awesome. New City NBC's Ben Ryan is out there now. The lowdown, what this has been all about. This is huge, Ben. Always a big good time. Yeah, it's his first one. You're going to uh -huh. love this. <laughs> Hey, good morning, Ryan. We're seeing a huge day for the guys here at South Glens Falls. Of course, like you guys were saying, South High Marathon Dance beginning tonight right around 7.30. It's such a great and fantastic event that they do every single year. So it's been going on since 1978, guys, and in the past 41 years, they've raised over $7.3 million. And last year alone, over 800000 So, of course, looking to top that this year. It all goes down in this gym. Now, I am joined by uh, faculty advisor Tom Myatt. Thank you so much for hey, your time. What does this mean for the community of South Glens Falls, but just you know, around South Glens Falls. This has become the fabric of South Glens Falls, and um, it, it's it's such a crazy, exciting event. So popular to our school district and the surrounding areas. Um, it's an opportunity for the kids to actually come out and raise money for worthy causes in our our immediate need in our communities, and it's a great learning lesson for them as well. Now, obviously, it is organized uh, for the most part by the students, but what is this, this setup like? I mean, obviously, it's not even 738, and you can see how much is here. So what is the entire setup like? Well, it, it takes weeks of preparation, and the students are creating signage and building sets and things like that for weeks before then. I mean, we had so many students come in for their entire week, spent their week here at school from 8 to 5 every day, uh, building and preparing, and then there's this whole week long is setting up. This is going to be the biggest dance party experience that most of our students will have in their lifetime. It certainly has been for me. 
Now, it's a 28-hour event. Obviously, there's things going on throughout the entire night. A little sleep session, maybe around 3 in the morning or so. But is there a specific calendar, how it all goes down? Maybe this hour we do something else, this hour something else? Absolutely. If you go under our website, shmd.org, you can find out what's going on. We have a live broadcast. There's a list of specific events that are going on throughout the dance. You can come here, uh, purchase food, get your hair cut raise money here. The students will all have done their, their marathon dance fundraising by today. This evening they register and get the party started. Awesome. In today's Giving on 10, we would like to highlight Project Cameron's story. The nonprofit collects books to send to NICU units at hospitals all across the state of New York. And last week we told you that Union Hockey was collecting books for the organization, and now we have the number. Last night at the 10th anniversary gala of Project Cameron Story, it was announced that the team collected 21,279 books. And Nicole Lally emceed that gala last night. This is a cause close to her heart, and she helped collect books last weekend at Union College. Project Cameron is in memory of Cameron Courtiers, who was born premature. And we want to continue the spirit of giving throughout the year. If you know of someone giving back, helping someone in need, let us know. Send us a pic on Facebook or email it to news at news10.com. Use the hashtag GivingOn10 and we'll be happy to share it on the air or online. And a reminder, today is the last day to send us a video to tell us why we should buy your Girl Scout cookies. We're calling it Cookies on 10. We've got a lot of great ones already. We're going to pick a winner and announce it early next week of whose cookies we will buy. You can send us those videos. Email them to news at news10.com. Leave them on social media. Use that hashtag cookies on 10. And we're going to buy the cookies of the winner we choose. Again, announcing it early next week. Enjoy starting the day with the wake up rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and it makes sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4 30.